0: I'll go without my Jesus
1: magnify the name of the lord tonight hallelujah jesus oh god you are great and greatly to be praised lord we bless your holy name tonight dear god we come to lift you up we come to exalt you jesus lord have your way in this place oh god touch our hearts touch our minds dear lord in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus you are worthy there is none that can compare to you, there is none likened unto you, for you are God all alone, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight on a Wednesday night. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to Second Chronicles. 2nd Chronicles chapter 25 and beginning at verse 14. Now it came to pass after that Amaziah was come from the slaughter of the Edomites, that he brought the gods of the children of Seir and set them up to be his gods and bowed down himself before them and burned incense unto them. Wherefore, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Amaziah. and He sent unto him a prophet, which said unto him, Why hast thou sought after the gods of the people, which could not deliver their own people out of thine hand? And it came to pass, as he talked with him, that the king said unto him, Art thou made of the king's counsel? Forbear, why shouldest thou be smitten? Then the prophet forbear and said, I know that God hath determined to destroy thee, because thou hast done this and hast not hearkened unto my counsel. You can be seated tonight. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to preach on hearken to godly counsel marketing to godly counsel. Here in this account, this king, God used this king mightily and brought victory at the hands of this king. The Bible tells us that as the time, the, the fight was over with and he had victory, that this king began to let down on some things. And he began to take some things that he shouldn't have even touched, shouldn't have even looked at, shouldn't have even paid any attention to. And it says that he took the gods of that nation that he defeated and how that he began to now worship their gods and bow down before them. And God's anger was kindled against this king. Because this king began to get involved in things that he had no business getting involved with. He had no business being a part of, he had no business linking himself with. he had no business associating with these things because this was not the God that brought him brought victory to him. This was not the one, and, and the prophet even said, "How is it that you you bow down?" to something that, to the, their people, it couldn't even save them from your hands. Why would you even bow down? Why would you even pay attention to this? But the Bible tells us that, and I want you to note that the Bible says that God sought this man, a prophet. This man didn't just decide to come to him. This man had a word for this young king. And it was coming straight from God. You want to be careful to hear godly counsel when it's spoken. You never want to think, well, it's just this person's opinion. It's just the way that they see things. It's just their ideal. Or some people will begin to think, well, they're just trying to tell me what to do. You never want that kind of an attitude to come over you because you can find yourself fighting against God. You can find yourself rejecting the counsel of the Lord. You can find yourself in a position that the people in Samuel's day found themselves in as the Bible says that they begin to tell Samuel how um, your, your sons don't walk the way that you walked. And now you're old and we want a king. And Samuel, he was upset. He was distraught because he felt that the people... Had rejected him, but God had to correct Samuel on some things and let Samuel know that they haven't rejected you, but they've rejected me from reigning over them. You got to be careful when you reject the word of God and when you cause it to, when you dumb the word of God down and say that oh, it's just that person's opinion and it's just their ideal and that person is just trying to tell me what to do because you'll find out that you're not rejecting that person, but you are rejecting God. I don't want to find myself rejecting God tonight. I don't want to find myself rejecting the counsel of God tonight because I have an understanding tonight. And I've been around long enough to know that words that come across this pulpit are not words that people have just thought up, but they're the word of God tonight. And I want to grab a hold of it. I want to apply it to my life. I want to obey it. I want to get in line with it tonight. You can be seated tonight. You'll find out that God knows how to take care of people And you begin to reject what he is doing and what he has to say. God knows how to lay down a smackdown that will humble you very quickly. The Bible talks about Saul. Now, Saul, I'm sure, Saul's mind frame and in all of his education in the law and his pedigree and everything, I'm sure Saul felt that, well, I'm just fighting and I'm just taking care of people that are uh, that are going against my idea and how I see things and what I know things to be. And God had to straighten him out because I'm I'm sure he didn't think that he was fighting against God. He thought he was just taking care of some people that done lost their mind and they're they're teaching heresy. He thought he was doing a good thing. He actually thought he was doing the work of God. But he found out very quickly that he was fighting against God. And when you fight against God, you rest assured that there is no winning that battle. There's no winning that match, and God let him let him know that I am Jesus, and you are persecuting me, and it's hard to fight against the, kick against the pricks. In other words, it's hard to fight against me, Saul. I don't want to try to fight against God tonight. I don't want to reject him tonight. Whatever he said to me, I want to have an ear to hear it tonight. I want to grab a hold of it. I want to, it might not feel good to me, but it when it's soul said it done, I know that it's the word of God tonight. And I know that it's true. I know his word is true tonight. You can be seated. You'll find out this king, as you read, this king began to tell the prophet. In other words, he was telling him to be quiet. He said, have we made you one of the king's counsel? In other words you're not one of my advisors. You're not one of the people that I determined to come and to uh, advise me of things and for me to get information from. And he said, why shouldest thou be smitten? In other words, if you don't be quiet, you're going to be killed. You'll find out that that spirit is is on a loose, that they don't want to hear from a real man of God. They don't want to hear from a real prophet. They want people that they've handpicked. And people that are going to tell them what they want to hear. Well, I don't want what I want to hear tonight. I want the real word of God. I don't want it watered down. Guess what? If I'm wrong, I need to hear that I'm wrong because I want to get it right. I want to make it to heaven. I want to be in line with God's word. I want to hear on one day, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. I want to hear those words. But in order for me to hear those words, I got to get in line with the word of God. And no matter how hard it is, no matter how much it hurts, I got to grab a hold of it. And I got to apply it to my life tonight. You can be seated. find out that people will begin to say things. They're not killing. They won't kill people physically. But they'll tear down a person's character. They'll destroy a person's reputation with words that are spoken. Words that are said. Nowadays people are typing words. You you name it. They'll blog it. They'll put it all over the place. And all it is is trying to destroy people. Destroy their character and destroy the work of God. But tonight, I want to have an ear to hear counsel tonight. I don't want wicked counsel. I want godly counsel tonight. The Bible talks about in the, in the book of Ezekiel, it talks about how that God showed Ezekiel, he showed him the men of Israel, and he said that these are the men that devise mischief and that they, 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 they teach They can give wicked counsel throughout the city. I don't want wicked counsel tonight. I want godly counsel tonight. I want counsel that is going to last, that is going to amount to something that's going to make me better, that's going to make my family better, that's going to make the kingdom of God better. I don't want counsel that divides, that destroys, that tears apart. I want counsel that builds and that holds people up and that strengthens and that encourages. I want the word of God tonight. You can be seated tonight. So the Bible tells us, goes on and tells us, all throughout the word of God, you'll find out that there were those that took wicked counsel. And they paid for it. They paid very, very, very badly for it. The Bible says that Saul, God appointed Saul as the first king of Israel. And God worked mightily through Saul until he became proud and arrogant, and begin to do things his own way. But if you read about Saul's life in the book of 1 Chronicles, the Bible says that Saul died because of his transgressions that he committed against the Lord, and how that he, he took counsel from those of a familiar spirit. Familiar spirit. I want to make sure the spirit that I'm listening to is God. I want to make sure the spirit that I'm being led of is by the Holy Ghost. I don't want the spirit of air whispering in my ear. I want that good spirit tonight. I want that Holy Spirit tonight. I don't want an ungodly spirit counseling me tonight, but I want the Holy Ghost leading and guiding me and directing me and leading me into all truth tonight. Come on, you can't tell me nothing if you don't have the Holy Ghost. You can't give me advice. You can't tell me how to build my life and your life is falling apart and it's in shambles. Come on, I want direction. I want guidance tonight. I want to be led of that good spirit tonight. I want to be led of the Holy Ghost. I don't want to be led of spirit by spirits of devils tonight. You can be seated. Find out the devil will whisper in your ear, and he'll say things. And if you haven't been praying, if you haven't been reading the word of God, if you're carnal, you'll give ear to it. But a person that has been praying, a person that has been seeking the face of God, you know when something don't sound right. You know when it's things are out of balance from how you You always hear it preached. We always have heard it preached that when the word of God goes forth and when something is spoken, it has a sound to it. You can hear it and you know that it's the truth. Well, it's the same way when lies are being spoken and it's being disguised as the truth. You, If you've been praying and if you've been seeking the face of God, you know that that is not godly counsel. That is wicked counsel. And I don't want anything to be, I don't want to be a part of it at all. That is not of God. That is of the devil. I want you to know, do you hear it tonight? If the devil is telling you to cut communication with your leadership, that ain't God. That is the devil. That is the work of the devil. That is not the work of God. That is not God's plan. That is not God's will for your life tonight. He just got to say it plain tonight. The devil is trying to kill. He's trying to steal and he's trying to destroy. But I made it up in my mind that I'm going to stand the will of God. I made it up in my mind. I'm not going to heed to wicked counsel. You can be seated tonight. Matter of fact, I want I want the determination. I want to wanna be like Job was. Job said, and he said it like this. He said, the, the counsel of the wicked is far. It's far from me. It's far from me. I want to get as far as I possibly can from the ungodly. I want to stay away from things that is not of God and things that would whisper into my, things into my heart. And cause me to believe and cause me to disbelieve and cause me to doubt in where God has placed me. I have no shadow, I have no doubt tonight that God has placed us in a good place tonight. God has put us in a good place tonight. You gotta grab a hold of that and you gotta believe that. Don't allow the counsel of the ungodly to cause you to doubt that. Don't Come on, you're in a good place tonight. We're in a good place tonight. It's a good thing to be in a Wednesday night service here in Belle Glade where the Holy Ghost is moving, where the presence of God is in this place tonight. You can be seated. Because the counsel of the wicked, the Bible teaches that it will come to nothing it's going to come to nothing. But you can rest assured that the counsel of the Lord, the Bible says, it standeth. It stands forever. I want to grab a hold of that tonight. When you hear that you need to repent of your sins and you need to be baptized in Jesus' name and be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, you want to grab a hold of that because that's, that's, that's the truth tonight. That's that's godly counsel that you want to grab a hold to and you want to apply it to your life. And don't worry about it. You let the you let the naysayers say what they want to say, you let the doubters say what they want to say, but you just You just rest assured when it comes time for you to stand face-to-face with God Almighty, you're going to thank God that you took heed to godly counsel. You're going to thank him that you had an ear to hear the truth tonight. Come on, somebody. Your work is not in vain tonight. The faith that you placed in the kingdom of God is not for nothing tonight. There will be a payoff. There will be streets of gold. There will be gates of pearl. You can be seated tonight. You want to hear godly counsel tonight. You want to hear the word of God. The Bible says this king, the prophet told this, told this king, he said, God has determined to destroy you because you have not taken my counsel. Now, I'm going to tell you, when you reject the counsel of that comes from God, there's no other place you can go but down. people think that they're on the that things are going to get better, things are going to just go over smooth, and it's going to be okay, no problems. but that's not what the Bible teaches. When you reject the word of God, when you reject God's word. Never let the devil cause you to believe that just because it's, it's in a, a, an individual speaking and cause you to dumb it down and think that, oh, well, that's just that person. That's just how they think. That's just how they feel about the situation. Understand that the words that are coming forth, they're the word of, it's the word of God. I'm not up here speaking words of my own. I'm speaking words that have come straight from this book. I'm in the book tonight. You want to be in the book tonight. You want to be complete. You don't want to be outside of the book tonight. You want to be in the book. There's a lot of people that are outside of the book tonight and think that things are going to be good and going to be okay. No! It's not going to be okay. You want to be in the book tonight and everything will be all right. God will take care of you. God will you. He will lead and He will guide you. You can be seated, but as soon as you get outside of the book, I want to stay in line with the Word of God tonight. I want to know what God's Word says. A lot of people don't know what God's Word says because they don't take the time to dig in and take the time to allow God's Word to get inside of their heart. But when you allow God's word to get in your heart and you don't just read and just skim through a couple of scriptures and just go on about your day, but you sit down and you meditate on the Word of God. You let God's Word get inside of your heart where you know what God's Word says and can't nobody tell you different. You know different principles that the Bible teaches and can't nobody tell you different. I promise you when the devil comes to try to steal and try to deceive, and he will try to deceive, you'll be able to tell that devil, you are a liar, you are the father of lies. That's not, That's not the voice of my Heavenly Father, and I can hear it. Jesus said, my sheep, they hear my voice, and they won't go to another. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to hear the voice of my good shepherd tonight. I want to hear him tonight. I want to hear when he speaks and know when he is speaking. You can be seated tonight. familiar account that is throughout the word of God is one of, came by the name of Rehoboam. And how that, the people came to Rehoboam and they asked him to, you know, pretty much lighten our load a little bit. Your father, he was a little heavy-handed. Um, lighten our load a little bit. The Bible says that he he took the counsel of the old men that were there with his father, and how that they told them, you know, if you will listen to these people, that they'll be your servants pretty much forever. They'll be your servants. But the Bible teaches that Rehoboam, in all of his arrogance, and all of his being lifted up within him, his heart, I'm sure Rehoboam thought that he was some big dog now. That He was on the throne and now it's his time to shine. How many know that the kingdom of God is not about you getting your shine on? It's not about you being seen tonight. It's not about you being recognized and noticed tonight. It's about God being put on display tonight. It's about God being given the glory tonight. I promise you, if you want the glory, then you're in the wrong place tonight because the Bible says that no man should glory in his presence. I don't want the glory tonight. I want him to get the glory. I want him to be put on display. I want him to be known throughout this land. Not me. You can be seated tonight. Because the truth is when you have a lot of people deceive themselves. But tonight I want to be is I want to know who I am. I want to know what I am without God. Because the truth is without God, I'm nothing. I'm not going to amount to anything without his hand on my life. And that's the truth. And when you have an understanding of that, there's no way you can be lifted up. There's no way you can be prideful. As you have an understanding that whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is that you're involved in, it's because God is directing you. It's because he is ordering your steps. It's because his hand is upon you. Your life. But Rehoboam, and you'll find out many others, have this kind of a mind frame. Rehoboam thought it was about himself. And the Bible says that he began to listen to those that came up with him, the young men, and how they listened. He listened to them, and he pretty much rejected the counsel of the elders. And he listened to the young men, and because of it, the kingdom was split into two lost it all because of a decision that he made in listening to those that didn't have the experiences that the elders had they hadn't been through the things that those old men that was trying to instruct him had been through they hadn't seen the things that the elders had seen they had matter of fact the bible says that those elders stood and they they was there in the times of his father the king i don't know about anybody else but i want to listen to people that have spent some time with the king and the king i'm talking about is the king of kings and the lord of lords i don't want to listen to people that are about flash and all of these things but i want to listen to people that have been with the king that have spent some time with the king in prayer in reading of the word in seeking the face of god those are the people that I want to take counsel from. Those are the people that I want giving me advice. Those are the people that I want instructing me on how I should go about things. You can be seated tonight. The Bible talks about Amaziah and how that he he rejected the 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 counsel of the prophet and he took counsel from others. He went into battle. The Bible says that he went into battle with the king of Israel and how that the king of Israel told him, hey, you don't want to do this. You're meddling in things that you shouldn't be. And he said, you've caused your victory with the Edomites. That has caused your heart to be lifted up. To the point that you are boasting. And he said you don't want to meddle in this. You don't want to get involved with this. But he couldn't see past his pride. I'm going to tell you pride destroys people every time. It destroys people every time. And you'll find out that this man lost. And he lost it all because he was lifted up within himself. And he didn't take the counsel that that the man of God was trying to give him to spare him his life. You know, I can't allow pride to enter in. I can't allow because success have come and a couple of victories have come. I can't allow it to cause me to be puffed up and lifted up and think that I know it all and I got it all figured out. I don't know nothing without God's help tonight. I can't do anything without him tonight. So I gotta be humble. I gotta be submitted. I gotta, I gotta hear words of the lord tonight i gotta hear godly counsel tonight i gotta grab a hold of it and make it up in my mind i'm not gonna let it go not for anything not for anyone you're not gonna talk me out of the will of god you're not gonna talk me out of my walk with god you're not gonna talk me out of the holy ghost you're not gonna talk me out of the kingdom of god tonight i am determined Let us remain standing tonight. Too many people are giving an ear to ungodly counsel tonight. And the sad thing about it is there are people that are devising mischief and because people aren't praying because they're not seeking the face of God. They are falling prey to ungodly counsel. And I've, I'm afraid, and it's sad to say, that I'm, I'm almost positive that some people don't care. They've gotten to a point that they don't care what God has to say. All they're concerned about is how it benefits me. How am I going to get something out of this? I don't want nothing out of this. only thing I want is to be in God's will tonight. only thing I want is to build God's kingdom tonight. Only thing I want is to teach Bible studies and all I want to be able to do is knock on doors and tell people that there is a God that loves you and that cares about you. This is not about me. This is not about us tonight. This is about God's will tonight. This is about God's plan. This is about building his kingdom tonight. This is about doing the work of the Lord tonight. (laughs) So I got to stay on my face. I got to stay in God's word. I got to allow God to speak to my heart. And I got to be able to hear God's voice. You know, God will, God will speak to you if you just take the time. If you just turn off all the distractions. Turn off the iPods. Some people turn off the television. Throw them out. Yes, Absolutely. I can say that because I was once there, and those things once distracted me. Those things once had me to a point where I couldn't hear God. I couldn't tell you what the Spirit was if it hit me in the face because I was dull to it. Those things will dumb you down till you don't know God's voice because you got so many voices going on. People got the voice of pop culture going on in their heads, the voice of Hollywood, the voice of soap operas. God can't even, God is speaking, but they can't hear it because all of the other things are drowning his voice out. God will speak to each and uh, Sometimes people think that, oh, well, you got to be a special person for God to speak to you. No, God wants to speak to you. God is speaking to everybody. The question is, are you tuned in? The question is, do you have an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say? I want to make it up in my mind tonight that I'm I'm going to get rid of some things. I'm going to get, get in line with God's Word so that I can hear His voice clear so that the devil can't come along and deceive me. There are some things... There are decisions that people make and they think it's God. A lot of times it's the devil. Because they haven't prayed and because they haven't sought the face of God, they can't tell the difference between the voice of God and the voice of their adversary that is trying to kill, steal, and destroy. I want to be able to hear his voice tonight. I want to be able to hear godly counsel tonight. I don't want to reject it tonight. I want to know what God's word says. I want to get it in my heart tonight. Let us lift up our hands tonight. Come on, somebody. Make it up in your mind tonight. Make it up in your mind tonight that I'm not rejecting God's counsel tonight. Don't you allow the devil to cause you to fall into a trap where you look at leaders as that's just the man or that's just his opinion, that's just his idea don't you find yourself, don't be found to be fighting against God come on somebody call out to him, I feel the Holy Ghost in here You fight when you kick, you're not rejecting people, you are rejecting God. You are fighting against God, you are rejecting His will, His plan for your life. I don't want to reject one thing that God has for me tonight because I know it's all good. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. These altars are open tonight. Come with your heart, lift it up with your hands, come with the determination. God I want to hear what you have to say I'm not rejecting you tonight I'm not rejecting your will tonight I'm not rejecting your counsel tonight because you give good counsel in Jesus name